on geeks you're listening to episode 144 of the geeks under grace podcast my name is cody armor i'm here with shelly walter hello and joe morgan gadzooks today we're gonna be talking about the saddest easter egg ever the lizard i mean uh dragon and mulan <laughs> she-ra and our best video game movie ideas so that people can take them and copyright them uh and make all the money off of it what profit from our ideas uh <laughs> I assume that's what's happening here. I'm not. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, first of all, it's really good to be back. We took a week break. Joe was helping me move into Arkansas. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm pretty moved in. I, there's a huge mess on my floor right now that I'm nobody so, can see. I didn't see one of your floors, but that's not because it was covered with stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean there wasn't much up here. Yeah. It, Everything looked like you were y'all were pretty well settled in from what mm-hmm. I saw. Yeah, my wife is amazing. I've I've helped out too, but like she's just been going nonstop getting everything hung up and we have a lot of art, so uh, it was she's been really awesome. But before we get into the podcast, we do have to do our Patreon shoutouts. Uh, we get to do our Patreon shoutouts. Uh, we appreciate you guys so much. Specifically Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Michael Miller Jr., Walker Triplett. And Casey Covell. Hey! And for those who don't know, Casey, we we do have other people that are staff members that donate. Um, we don't do the shout-outs on here just because most of them really don't care to. Uh, Casey Covell is no longer a staff member, but she was integral. Is that the right word? Uh, integral. integral. I, uh, yeah. In making Geeks and Grace what it is today. So She was our editor-in-chief at one point. Yes. So, we appreciate you, Casey. I don't know how often she listens to the podcast, but maybe she see this. We appreciate it. Yeah. Also, before we get to the podcast, there's a lot of things before we like really dive into it. I'm really excited about this. Joe actually recommended we do this like three years ago. How long are we doing the podcast? Two years, <laughs> three years? It's We're just shy of three years. Okay. It's probably about three years. When we started, he was like, hey, we should get an email. And we were all like, meh. And for whatever reason, I was like, do you guys want to do an email now? It's just something struck me. And I was like, let's uh, do that. So we do, if you want to ask us questions, we answer questions. Uh, it's the last segment of our podcast. Uh, you can do so, obviously, by the other ways, where which right now are our Twitter. Using hashtag GUGCast, you can ask us questions there. Um and then our Discord, uh, which we probably aren't going to advertise a lot here on the podcast. What we're really going to push on is our email. And that is going to be podcast at geeksundergrace.com. Uh, so if you want to ask us a question, more than likely, the shorter questions are going to get priority. If we write a novel, we may not want to uh, read <laughs> the entire thing. But this way, yeah. we figure uh, you can be completely anonymous with your question. Uh, if you you feel the need to, or if you want to put your name on there, where you're from, all that kind of stuff, uh, go ahead and do so. Yeah, if you tell us not to read your name off, we will not read your name off. Yeah, that that seems respectful, and like a way to keep people to continue writing in. <laughs> you're like, well, I'm just never gonna write to them ever again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then we'll get into the gaming. 
I, I kind of want Joe to start specifically because uh, you're playing a brand new game. It is not Spider-Man. We got a question about Spider-Man. We're going to talk about that next week. Uh, but Joe's been playing some Call of Duty. Yeah, Blackout went live at noon today, mm-hmm. and I was able to get a couple of rounds in before we recorded tonight. Uh, I, I wrote a preview up on the site for the basic multiplayer game. We don't typically do multiple articles on a single game, like uh, multiple previews anyway. I'll do a full right. review when the game comes out. So I'm not going to do a preview on this. I wanted to get my word out on the podcast, though. If you like PUBG and you like Call of Duty, this is exactly what you want it to be. It is It is the what PUBG if you like formula. Fortnite I, and Call then of Duty. you're going to be a little disappointed because there's no building here. Got it. Okay. And it's and it's all first person. It is Call of Duty combat. I mean, it is, but the the gunplay is super snappy, high frame rate. Like they keep everything bumping really good. And so, I mean, you hit the ground, you're scrambling to pick up items just like you would with any battle royale. But once you got a gun in your hands, it shoots like Call of Duty. Like it's not this wonky third person shooting that you got from PUBG on the Xbox. It's it's not mouse. I mean, you know, so it's first person, super snappy Call of Duty combat, and I love it so far. Awesome. I'm really excited okay. for it. I was not. I was initially thinking, hey, this is just going to be another battle royale mode. I'm now genuinely super excited for the release of Black Ops Four. What's the reason for the map getting smaller? So the map's not really that much smaller. I mean, if but does it? it- continuously get smaller as you oh, go oh, oh you're saying for the battle royale mode of it yeah yeah right. so okay. it's, it's to drive everybody to a single point because you have it's a king of the hill you got a last man standing sort it's of just deal. hunger games right. every freaking battle royale is just hunger games that's I mean, all you it know is. battle you know hunger games is derivative of other work too right no i know yeah <laughs> what is that old korean film it wasn't korean it was japanese and it was japanese. called battle royale battle royale okay yeah. Well, then there you go. I was. I figured it wasn't on as on the nose. Uh, so, what did you say was the reason the map gets smaller in this situation? Like, why? It did helps. They give a reason. Oh no! They just say the circle's closing in. Like, There's that's no, literally okay. all not, the beta says. It's not story driven. Because <laughs> yeah, in the other like games, they have kind of a reasoning, like a storm's coming through or whatever. But it's yeah. Sometimes, well, sometimes they make up different reasons. But that was what I was wondering. Yeah. Okay. No story reason I, in this. I, I don't think that I'm going to be excited for other Battle Royales coming out with these AAA games. Uh, specifically Call of Duty, though. I haven't been excited for a Call of Duty game in a long time. Uh, because this is the first, and I think that's probably a big thing on them, is like they're the first one to do it. Uh, I'm very interested in their um, Battle Royale mode. I think it's going to be really cool to see this AAA. It, it's unfortunate for other people, these, you know indie developer I mean, they're not indie developers but they're not like these big triple a titles doing this um but call of duty in the polished combat that it is um i'm really really excited to like get in on that because i like call of duty and i like that mode but i haven't really liked fortnite or PUBG so far um they felt just kind of wonky to me especially fortnite yeah so uh, and i like those other games to a degree but yeah. i was starting to get a little worn on the on the formula I prefer, personally, I prefer PUBG to Fortnite. Mm-hmm. I don't like all the building stuff. And so this this kind of distills it back down into a format that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 
the first person shooter thing i think is really kind of been missing from that new genre yeah i mean fortnite or i'm sorry pubg's got a first first person only mode but it is way janky compared to this um, like, okay call of duty that. keeps it so smooth i mean it feels like you're playing a call of duty game cuz it is yeah but good. but you got vehicles that you can drive all over the like you know, if you're scrambling to get to the circle, you can jump in a helicopter and take off and fly it into the middle of the circle. It seems like okay. in PUBG, maybe they're creating sort of... They focus more on the battle royale than, you know, first-person shooter, whereas Call of Duty's been doing this for, you know, so freaking long. They're like, we can just incorporate battle royale into this. And Yeah. yeah. I will say, I did notice one thing. Um, I wasn't sure what the player count was going to be. Because with with uh, PUBG, it's a hundred. Right. Call of Duty is only doing eighty people per battle royale instead That's of 100. Still a hundred. A lot of first person. Well, I say eighty is still enough that it keeps the action pumping the whole time. There are a ton of familiar locations on the map. If you've, especially if you've been a long time Call of Duty fan, like I was running through different zones and I couldn't tell you what the names of those maps were, but I was running through those zones going, I haven't seen this map in years and it's right here in the mm. middle of this mode forever is the nuclear town yeah nuketown is its own island off the coast okay <laughs> so you can totally go land at nuketown that's cool yeah i'm i'm jazzed i it's it's weird because i prefer story modes with call of duty games this one's not going to have a story mode and i'm still surprisingly very excited for it um I also played the Battlefield 5 demo this week, the beta. And coming out of E3, I was more excited for Battlefield 5 than I was for Call of Duty. But based on time I've spent with both games, I have zero concern about like I I don't even think I'm going to pick Battlefield 5 up as of right now. Hmm. And I I was the opposite coming out of E3. Oh, wow. Right. Well, that's awesome. I'm I'm excited for that game. I might. I haven't picked up a Call of Duty game in a long time. We are under a month from launch. Yeah. Woo. When yep. does oh when does Red Dead come out? I don't know. That's it's one either, I'm not paying attention to. It's coming up soon. They might be they might be too close for me. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> you been playing anything else, Joe? Yeah. Um. So I wasn't planning to, but I got Destiny Two Forsaken. Oh boy! Okay. <laughs> and I bought Dragon Quest Eleven last week. I was planning to just spend my whole week playing Dragon Quest, and fired but it was up forsaken. Destiny. Yeah, <laughs> I fired up <laughs> Destiny and ended up playing like ten hours of Destiny last week instead of Dragon Quest. Oh no! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, How much I, Dragon Quest have you put in? I've got two or three hours into Dragon Quest, maybe four That's at this nothing. point. No, it's not when that game's supposed to be 80 hours long. <laughs> yeah. Dragon Quest is super cute, super fun. If you enjoy... I mean, if you've played those games in the past, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. It's turn-based combat. The same monsters and, and kind of progression mechanics and everything are in this game as in the past games. But it's all in beautiful 3D graphics on the PlayStation 4. It's a gorgeous game, and the characters are fun. All the dialogue is spoken, so I'm having a good time with what I've played of it so far. But Destiny's just pulled me back in. I didn't expect it to. I'm enjoying cool. that. And and 
our uh, we have a clan. If you are looking for a clan to play Destiny Two with, look for Geeks Under Grace. We've got I think like forty or fifty open slots right now. Cleared up a bunch of space, and we'll try to get some folks that can run some raids once it goes live or strikes with you PVP or something. And finally, I've been playing Immortal Unchained a little bit, and that's kind of a it's a game that I think Shelly and LJ saw. Yes. Isn't that right, Yeah, we, we got a little sneak preview of Immortal Unchained at PAX last year. What did you That's think awesome. of it when you saw it then? It looked really interesting. I It's not the type of game that I think I would buy. It's just not kind of my style. But the way mm-hmm. the guy was describing it seemed really cool about how you're this crazy powerful being that... Um, Everyone's just sort of, they released you from a prison, or not like prison, but like yeah. something was binding you. They released you because like you're kind of going hope because you're the most craziest, powerful thing like out there. Um, yeah. So, and I thought like conceptually, I was like, oh, that's cool. Cause it's like, there's all these people around you that like, you know, are trying to manipulate you and that sort of thing. So conceptually, yeah. it seemed kind of cool. But so, yeah. I've, I've got more time in it this week than I have in Dragon Quest as well. Uh, I played through the first world. There are different worlds you can go to. It It is a Souls-like, but you have firearms. Mm-hmm. And so the stats play completely differently. The Depending on the guns that you've got, they control completely differently. You have finite ammo, so you can run out of ammunition. Yeah. Which is a little weird. Uh, but so far, I'm actually enjoying it. It's It's a lot rougher than a Souls game is, but the core is still there. So, yeah, yeah, it did look cool. I just, it's surprising that it's out now, I guess. Yeah. I thought, both me and LJ kind of thought it wasn't going to be released yet, but it is. Okay. Yeah, and it is a little bit rough, but it's functional. Yeah. That's that's all I've been playing this week. What about you, Shelly? I have been playing not... A ton. I've been playing more Smash because I always play Smash. Are you better? I, I, oh, okay, so here's the thing. So my boyfriend moved <laughs> to Seattle, which is very exciting because oh. I'll be able to see him more often. And so he came over yesterday cool. and, of course, we started playing Smash. And I was playing against him one-on-one and he's just like, yeah, like, I could see, like, your gameplay has changed. Like, you're doing, like, better. I beat him a couple times. Not, he wasn't playing his main, so... It's a little bit different, but before he would just beat me on any character because he's just that good. Okay. Um, but this time I, I beat him maybe like half the time and I was, I was pretty proud of myself and he was pretty proud of me too. So yes, I am improving. Um, I still don't think I'm going to do very well at the tournament, but I'm excited. When is the tournament again? It is the 29th of September. So this month. Okay. Yep. And it'll be fun. I, I'm a little nervous, but it'll be fine. So those those nerves are uh, always a good thing, I think. Well, because here's the thing, too. It's like if I go into it expecting I'm just going to lose, I feel like it's going to be better. Like even if I'm still going to try, obviously. But um, I think the other intimidating thing is just that there's like no girls in the scene. That's yeah. like okay. I, I don't know any girls who go to those tournaments. And I know there are some like I'll find them. I want to be friends with them. It's just weird how. There's like no one, <laughs> but maybe we could change that. That that'd be cool if we could. 
but um yeah besides that i make it a change in the culture change the culture change the engage the culture change the world that's the spu logo <laughs> thing, not the anyway save the cheerleader Shames. save the world <laughs> <laughs> that's that's gonna be a i don't know how many people will get that i got that i'm proud of myself <laughs> yeah so besides that i i was with um my boyfriend yesterday ashley and we end up going to the mall just for the heck of it and there's GameStop there and i'm like oh man should I go in? And I found, and I had no idea this was on the Switch, The Blob 2. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I played the crap out of the, the original game on the Wii. And so I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, it's 30 bucks. It's on the Switch. I'm getting this. Is, <laughs> is that the game that plays? Uh, it reminds me very much of Splatoon. Yeah, so you color everything. And so yeah, everything starts out very gray and monotone. Um, and you color everything, and every color um, is associated with an instrument. And so there's always there's this nice like beat in the background, and then every time you color something, there's like a jazzy solo. And every color is okay. so red is my favorite because that's saxophone, and then purple is like singing, and green is flute. Like it's really cool. Um, and then by the end of it, everyone's playing, and it's like all colorful, and the jazz is going. And, uh, so you might end up it. playing a level multiple times to get all the like the whole band involved. Uh, I feel like as long as you color enough, I think, I think it probably still happens. And of course, okay. I haven't actually. Yeah. I started playing it. I haven't actually finished the first like level because it's the tutorial, so it's kind of slow. Um, but I'm assuming it's the same thing because that's what the original was like. Um, and you save the little guys, and then they're like, "Yay, I'm free!" And so. <laughs> That's why I've been playing. Also, uh, we had a Splatoon game night. And you mentioned Splatoon. Um, Splatoon yeah. 2, actually, was uh, this last Friday. And that was super duper fun. We had a lot of people joining us, which was surprising and awesome. It was really cool. There were people from Discord, people from the community group, I'm pretty sure. Then, of course, a couple of us on the stream team. Um, and it was really fun. There was actually one specific uh, clip that we saved we were playing, if you're familiar with uh, Splatoon, I think it was also in the original Splatoon, there's a mode called Rainmaker, and yeah, it's basically, yeah, it's basically like capture the flag, but the flag is a big gun. So, you want to get the flag, and you want to get the flag to the other person's, other side's base, so it's kind of like backwards, capture the flag. Um, but mm -hmm. the other team was so close to winning, and then we stopped them, <laughs> and just on that track, because usually it's a kind of a stop and go, but on that track, mm -hmm. we went all the way and finished it, and it was a crazy comeback. That. So if you want to go look at yeah. that clip, I'm pretty sure it's on the Twitch channel. So Cool. Yeah, that's what I've been doing, though. I enjoyed Rainmaker because I was real... I'm not that great at Splatoon, <laughs> but I'm decent at Rainmaker specifically. And so I was, like, just losing and being very quiet, and, like, <laughs> and then Rainmaker came to play, and people were like, Cody! Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> well, I can do this part. I know this one. Uh, Splatoon's a lot of fun though. I haven't played it since the Pledge Drive. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, last March. Been a long time. Yeah, it has been a while since I played it. I. But it's a fun game. It is a fun game. So if you're yeah. still looking for trying to decide what Switch games to get, Splatoon is a good choice. Splatoon two. And I think we're planning a Mario Kart. I don't know if that's the right yes. one. In a couple weeks. Yes, we are. That's in the works. 
So if you want to play the some, version, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I don't have. So I, I also don't have because but... <laughs> I have the Wii U version. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, I need it twice. But yeah, I'm sure lots of people I have, have the the deluxe. Uh, but um, should be a lot of fun. People will be we'll stream it on Twitch. Uh, you can go to the Discord chord chat and hang out with everyone. Um, it was it was a ton a ton of fun to play with everyone. Oh yeah. I hate that I missed it. Now I was playing Destiny. Joe! Because I'm a sh- I'm a schmuck. <laughs> I get it. Oh, you're fine. You can still look at that clip and be amazed. Oh yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, just let it rub in a little bit more. <laughs> I think that's all I've been playing. So, Cody. Okay. Yeah, I. So I I really really enjoy Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Uh, I have been playing it. Um, like I said, we've, we've been moving, and so on my off hours, um, like I need to take a break. I want to play some Horizon Zero Dawn. I've been playing it not on the easiest mode, but the mode after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually play games there because it's just, I don't know. You can play on like medium or if it's easy as the first one. Um, right. That way I'm not like hating the game but and still right. having fun with it. Sure. Um, That's kind of how I'm I play almost, too. Yeah. I'm almost done with the game now though. Uh, so I kind of wish I would have gotten a little bit more difficult. Um, but it's it's been a really great story, which I... I don't think of great stories when I think of open world games. Usually it's more of this, like, it's what you can do in the world and not about the world that you're in. Right. Um, and so the story is so... I, I don't want to call it deep, but I want to call it layered. Like, there's so much to it, uh, which is really, really cool. Uh, and the side quests, I don't remember... I was like, game. it's a year old now. But I don't remember anyone talking about the side quests in this game and how amazing they are. So, they usually when I'm doing games, I don't play side quests at all, and I wouldn't have done them in this until I found out that um, helping people out in this world uh, pays off in the end. Uh, and I'll leave it at that. That's the easy way to not spoil it. Uh, but not only that, the stories that these side quests take you on uh, bring you into the world and actually add to the main story. Uh, they give you more uh, context into the world around you. So the like, story is very much about what happened to this world. Right. Um, these quests are more about the world as it is. Uh, and it's it's been really an awesome experience. Man. I, being a Zelda fan, would have called this my game of the year last year if I had played it. I'm upset. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm huh? upset because <laughs> I really want Spider-Man for PlayStation 4, you know, PS4. Mm-hmm. And I also really want that game, especially after what you're saying, because that reminds me a lot of Dragon Age Inquisition, because it's the same sort of deal. You do side quests, okay. and not all side quests are necessarily, you know, helpful in the end, but you do some things, and sometimes you get a new person, or someone's yeah. opinion of you changes, and that sort of thing, so, yeah. Man. It does have these voice choices that, like, don't really matter, uh, and that's kind of but obnoxious because it gives you I've only seen it matter once and it really wasn't the illusion like, it was of choice a see then it's really like yeah. Dragon Age <laughs> every time uh, and I'm, I'm finding myself liking the stealth which is not something that I'm usually into I usually hate stealth in games I'm very run and gun right um, but because you're a hunter and you're this tracker uh, it's been really cool to see like I set up these traps and I can look at where this creature is gonna go to like get it trapped in here um it's it's just a cool game i'm surprised i 
like I said, I love Zelda. Breath of the Wild was an amazing game. Uh, but even though this map is smaller, I feel like there's way more to um, do that matters. It's not just collecting things. Where in Zelda, you're wandering these big open areas that don't have a lot. And you collect things, but they don't really... Story-wise, they're not really doing anything. Right. Um, and it has towns. My biggest complaint with modern games is there's not enough towns. There are towns everywhere in this game. It makes me so happy. Yay! And the towns are really populated. Yeah. I mean, you can't do much with the characters in them, which is unfortunate. Um, But some really well put together towns. And then there are towns that have been, like, taken over by um, people that you don't like. And so you can actually, like, free that town and bring it back to, to being, like, one of your, not one of your towns, but kind of liberating it. Yeah. It's been really cool. Yeah. I, I like the game. Have you played the expansion? I haven't. I haven't played it yet. I was... I walked into... I walked into it on accident, and that surprised me, because most DLC that I've played has been like a... Um, you go to another thing, and it puts you into this separate map kind of thing. Right. Uh, I walked into it on accident. That was interesting. And then I actually like ran into someone in a town way away from the DLC that was like, hey, I'm going to give you a prompt to go start the side quest that is that DLC. And I was like... Well, that's weird. Do I do it before I finish the game then? I don't know. Yeah, that's the um, thing with think, DLC. Sometimes it's unclear. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I want to finish the game and then I'll go check it out. Um, but right now I have been going through the list of uh, side quests that matter. And I've just been doing those. Or I would have beaten this game probably last week. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been playing. I've been all about it. I highly recommend, especially now that Zelda's over. I know there's a lot of other stuff coming out right now, and Spider-Man's probably amazing. Um, but if you like Skyrim-y type games, I guess, um, definitely go check this one out. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for gaming. Uh, at least, you know, what's going on with our gaming. But there's stuff in the news. Speaking of Spider-Man... <laughs> Yeah, so uh, sad story in the news. It's it's kind of all <laughs> over the place. Uh, there was a an Easter egg in the game. There's a movie theater with a marquee on it that says, Maddie, will you marry me? And the story is that this dude asked Insomniac to help him propose to his girlfriend of five years. And they broke up like two, three weeks before the game came out. <laughs> She left him for his brother. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And Insomniac reached back out to him when they found out about all that. And they said, hey, we're willing to patch that out and change it if you want. And we don't know what they're going to change it to yet. We'll see. Yeah. that's They're such bros, Insomniac. That's such a nice thing to do. To do in the that first it, place, but to also say, hey, that sucks. You want us to change it. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. cool. I would assume that he's going to try to find something snarky. I feel like they would be like, hey, we can patch it to something that's like regular Easter egg that... for Spider-Man. Yeah, something that makes sense. I mean, or... they were asking him for suggestions. Mm. <laughs> so we'll see. I, that If that happened to me, I'd have a really... It would be very difficult for me to forgive either of them. I mean, that's the sort of thing that would... I mean, he he dated her and was ready to marry her five years. Now, I will say this. 
five years is a long time to not pull the trigger. Mm. Yeah. You know. That's it. Put know. a ring on it a little bit faster. Maybe. I say that. I'm 33 and single. What do I know? But <laughs> I was trying to think. Me and my wife were together eight years. We were about five years when we got married. <laughs> okay. But you but, all knew each other in high school. Yeah, so it's a little bit different. Like, yeah. we were high school. We lived in different towns for a year. And maybe they did too, and I'm just a jerk. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know their story. It's just but, a sad situation. It's man. She said that she, Maddie, Maddie, this lady, yeah. said that that wasn't how she would have wanted to be proposed to anyways. Because here's the thing. No one, ex- no one expects to be pr- proposed that way. You don't think, you know, oh, when I grow up, this is the exact way I want to be proposed. It's like, you know, in a video game. Like, no one thinks that. But then if it ever happens, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's so unique and cool. Especially when you put that much effort into it. I don't know. Now, I will Ah. say this. He (laughs) Part of the video that he put out where he was saying all this, he said, hey, if you want to propose to to your Maddie, do it and send me a link. Like, I would love to know that somebody benefited from this. Oh. Oh, that's cool. Wait, that is so really cute. Okay. So we'll see what ends up happening. I sure hope so. Wow. Yeah. I want something I, happy. The only proposal that I've ever disliked was someone went through a McDonald's drive through and they put the ring like in the burger no! or the french fries or something. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> and the lady got the fries or whatever it was and got the ring because she was like, Are you kidding me? And she used some language and she got out of the car and left. And I was like, no, I get you. I, I understand. Respect, I can respect that because that is like you. You tried just, to sneak my ring into a dollar ninety five hamburger. <laughs> it's like I don't even understand the champagne or like the wine thing very much, but in a burger, that's just the opposite of classy. At least with wine or champagne, you're trying to be a little bit classy. You're like at a yeah. classy yeah. restaurant usually, but a burger. It was supposed to be like her favorite restaurant or something. Oh. But it's still McDonald's. It's like. McDonald's. What the heck? Like you could do that with a Ghirardelli chocolate bar. Cost you five bucks. <laughs> That's high class chocolate too. That is Ghirardelli's great. I, me and my wife, when we proposed, it was like literally, "Hey, do you want to get married?" Sure. We high fived on it, and then like it was real. <laughs> we high fived on it. Yeah, <laughs> it was real unromantic, uh, but I really like the Pokeball thing. Oh um, yeah, the I we, I choose you, you choose me. Pokeball, ring of the Pokeball. Like it's yeah, it's cool. If I would have proposed, it probably would have been like that. Proposed yeah. normally and not through conversation. Yeah, that's the thing yeah. is that I like watching and hearing about exciting proposals like that. But every time I'm like, I don't really want that to happen to me. <laughs> I'm like a hypocrite or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm also, I, I also said if God ever blesses me to be in the situation where I would propose, like, I don't want to do a big blowout wedding. Let's just go down to the courthouse and get that taken care of. Like, yeah, we'll we'll bring some friends. We'll celebrate with us. There's no reason to spend thousands of, in my mind. Right. I realize I'm saying this to the internet where it's it's expected that most marriages like. You're going to start it off with a $40,000 wedding. But I love the idea of price out your wedding and then go get a really cheap wedding and take the money that you price out for that for a honeymoon. Yeah. Boom. I'd much rather spend that money on a honeymoon. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Anyway. Love advice from the Geek Series podcast. Anyway, <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, 
if you took anything from that, I hope it wasn't advice. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you found it valuable, then let us know by yeah. emailing us at podcast at geeksundergrace.com. Yes. Bringing it back. Yeah. <laughs> what else is going on in the gaming world? Uh, all right. So Final Fantasy 15's out on the PS4 and Xbox One again in pocket form. Okay. It's coming to the Switch later this year. I don't understand why this would come back out to Xbox and PS4. Yeah. I love that it's HD Pocket Edition. I mean, so it's like we re-released this in chibi form. I guess you can go do that too. <laughs> I don't know. The gameplay's different, isn't it? Oh, it may be. That would make sense for a, for a game like that. Yeah. I think it is. Don't hold me to that. I actually didn't play it. I, I downloaded it. downloaded it. I'm not sure if I... It I never played it. Yeah, I don't think I got farther yeah. than the first cutscene. Well, because you have to it's pay on... for chapters, and I'm like, why? Yeah, I don't want to deal with that. I might play it on Switch. Yeah, I, be... I could see that being viable on Switch. I don't understand why you would do that I mean, on Xbox or PlayStation. The, that Pokemon mobile game on Switch too, and that I played the crap out of that one. So yeah, yeah. mobile games work well. On I Switch. was mad that I'm like, oh, Switch delay. That's stupid. But that Switch delay might be enough for me to be like, I can re- revisit this game now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then final news article for the week. The the guys behind Rebel Galaxy, the team behind that, announced their, their newer game, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. And in the latest trailer for it, they kind of kind-heartedly poke fun at Star Citizen. They said, uh, you know, we'll, we'll make you pay us $1,000 and you get a copy of the game and, and we'll draw a JPEG of the ship that you're going to get in-game and give that to you. <laughs> Uh, and then they said, we're just kidding. The game's going to be $30. We hope you have fun with it. Oh. But that JPEG would be worth so much money <laughs> to a collector. <laughs> Who collects JPEGs? You can copy-paste them. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody out there. I don't know. Yeah. I have I the rarest JPEGs. Nobody will ever have a clone of this. <laughs> if you do have $1,000, just throw away on a JPEG. I'll make you one. Com slash, no, patreon.com slash Geeks Under Grace. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll make you a JPEG all day long for $1,000 a JPEG. The next person who donates patreon.com slash Geeks Under Grace more... No, no. Next person donates. Just say that you want it and I will draw you something and I will I will mail it to you. Wow. <laughs> That's a deal. That's not even a JPEG. That's a real hand drawn image. Are you gonna sign it, autograph? You better. Sure. Yeah. I can't draw. Just so people know. <laughs> I don't. This want is gonna be real like, entertaining. <laughs> thinking that I can, but I will. There we go. I'm throwing that out there. That was not planned at all. It <laughs> was literally off the top of my head. I will mail it to you, even if uh, shipping for this stupid drawing is probably worth more than the donation. <laughs> um, oh, totally fine. Wow. All right. Cool. So. Uh, pull list for the week's relatively short but impactful. We got NBA 2K19 coming out this week for all you basketball fans out there. And then the big one for me is Friday, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, baby! Not Shadow of the Hedgehog? Gosh dang it. <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus? <laughs> oh, I guess that one's already up. That's another one I want. Oh, my poor PS4 is crying in the corner. <laughs> I, I actually turned on my Xbox the other day. Well, yesterday I think it was. Um, testing all my consoles out. Shadow the Hedgehog's in there. And it is so ridiculously over the top, wanna be edgy. It was just like da 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 
Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> wow. I, I just, I have loved those other two Tomb Raider games so much. I yeah. actually think I prefer them to the Uncharted series. Wow. And I okay. love those Uncharted games. But I am beyond jazzed for Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Like, I, I have kept myself in the dark in it. I don't know anything about it, but I know that I'm going to love that game. Sweet. Yep. And that's it for gaming this week. Awesome. Cool. Uh, have you guys watched any movies? Not movies. I watched. I watched Brother Bear. Because my boyfriend okay. hadn't seen Brother Bear. And I was like, we gotta change that. Man, I still feel like. You know, I, I was obsessed with that movie as a kid. I was obsessed with Brother Bear. I was obsessed with the freaking computer game of Brother Bear. That's how obsessed <laughs> I was. That was one of my first video games, to be honest. And so probably contributed to me being here today. So gotta give it to Brother Bear. But... I like that one of them is named Coda. Coda. Yeah. I was like, it's Cody for a long time. And I was like, no, it's, it's definitely Coda. It's actually Coda. Man... I still love that movie. It may not be as amazing as as it was when I was a kid, but like, I I feel like it's still one of those underrated Disney movies. People don't talk about Brother Bear. They don't mention it. They they talk about the Disney princesses movies, and they don't talk about Brother Bear. So, that's all I gotta say. Is I really like that movie. So, yep. Cool. Did you see anything? I I haven't watched any movies. Okay. That I can think of. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way I watch any movies. I'm trying to think. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah, it's been a... It's been a I did watch... <laughs> I did watch another movie. Um, I watched another Cinderella story. And that is the worst movie that I love so much. It's my, guil- the what it's story? my guilty pleasure. Another Cinderella story. It has Selena Gomez okay. and Jane Lynch. And it's perfection. So... I love it so much. Uh, LJ asks if I watched that a few weeks ago. Answer is probably. I just also <laughs> remembered I also watched it this week. It's just okay. so good. Man. There is an anime on Netflix that I really want to see. It's a movie. Oh, yeah? Um, from the creators, from the writers of Your Name. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I think it's a movie. Uh, so I will most likely watch that by the next podcast. What's it called? Oh, is it Japanese? Oh, okay. It's three stories, but that's that's all I know. If I can think of it, I will let you know. Okay, that's fine. I was just curious because that was a good movie. Yeah, I. It looks emotional already. It reminded me a lot of like. Of your name? Did I say your name? Yes, you did. Sorry, you're lying, April. Oh, well, that's also <laughs> good. It's just a little different. Yeah. It's also good. Both emotional. Yes. It's the same writer as your lying, April. Okay. I'm still interested. <laughs> that didn't disinterest <laughs> yeah, I figured, me. Yeah. It looks very emotional. Uh, like, your lying, April is. Got it. Okay. I am, I'm not finding it. Oh, well. I will, I'll talk about it next week because I will be, I will have seen it. Oh. Great. Cool. Uh, in in movie news. Yeah, so we got some movie news. So sort of how we mentioned at the top of the show, Mushu is probably 
almost, I think it is actually kind of confirmed, uh, gonna be in Mulan. Which is very exciting because I definitely did not think Mushu was gonna be Mulan. I was banking on him not being in Mulan. So that's really cool that he is gonna be in Mulan. Disney's really good with these movie adaptions, though, of keeping them true True. to the animated. Yeah. Yeah. And they're gonna incorporate some of of the original songs. They, we don't know which songs yet. We don't know. Like a roaring river. It's probably not even the right words. Swift like a coursing <laughs> river. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Man, what a nerd. <sighs> I'm disappointed. <laughs> um, here's the thing, though. Those thing, those two things, I'd say those are good things. Bad things, they're going to be changing the villain, and they're going to be changing the love interest. And, you know, I and I thought... I thought the villain was pretty good in that movie, but if they can come up with something better, that's fine. But Shang, I love Shang. He was my little, he was my little girl crush. You know, I'm pretty sure every every <laughs> little girl had a crush on him, and if they didn't, then you're wrong because he's just great. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of hurt. I'm like, who are they gonna change it to? You gotta be as lovable as Shang. So <laughs> I don't know. I. It's weird that they're going to go with a totally different villain. Yeah, I have the same no story. idea. I wonder why. I'm a little worried that there's what the reason behind it might be. Because I always get worried with like Disney changes and doing things for huge reasons. I don't know. Maybe it's all good. Maybe it's all going to be fine and that'd be great. But I just don't know. So. Yeah. But as long as Mulan doesn't really change, then it should be okay. It's still Mulan. Yeah. It's still called Mulan. It's still about Mulan. So, yep. Uh, cool. Next bit of news. So Mattel is launching a film division, which is super interesting. But it kind of makes a little bit of sense. They're trying to uh, go against the rivals Hasbro. So if if you're not familiar with the name Mattel, they pretty much own Barbie. They own Hot Wheels. They own a ton of different toys and you know toy toy franchises i don't even know if that's the right right, like word for that a lot of different types of toys brands i think they even have started i don't think filming but at least putting together a barbie movie and i think anne hathaway is gonna be in it which is super interesting i would not have guessed that but like what, what are they gonna make a barbie movie out of like is my question because barbie can be anything Barbie could be a soccer yeah. player. Barbie could be a programmer. Barbie can be anything. And that's the point of Barbie. So are they going to put yeah. a person in there who's Barbie who can do all of those things? That'd be really... I don't know. They can take it a couple different I directions. Picture, I don't know why I don't think of live action, but like... or I, I think it'd be cool to do like a Lego movie with some of these. Yeah. Where it, it literally looks like an animated... That could be really creepy. Or maybe Barbie they just doll, take Barbie but... and Ken from Toy Story 3... And just make it a different movie. <laughs> I'm down. Because they yeah. were great. I loved them in that movie. Wow. I, I want to see that That wins it again. for me. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> I, it's just not It's not Disney or Pixar. Um, right. It's its own thing. thing. So, But yeah, I guess we'll hear more news about that as it comes out. But it's really cool. not expected, at least in my opinion. Another thing that's not expected. So... Captain Planet is getting a movie, if you didn't already know that. That's a thing. Okay. 
And also, there was a quote from... until today. Yeah. A quote from, I believe, the director saying that it's going to be, quote, dark and irreverent. Which is weird. But it's... But but the quote... So the whole quote also says it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun and dark and irreverent. Because... That sounds like... You can't create... You can't do uh, Captain Planet earnestly you can't in his words you can't do it in a serious yeah. way so what does that mean <laughs> i so i know you guys haven't seen it but there is this youtube thing i i think they're cursing there's cursing in it i was be wary of that it's dark um but it's don Cheadle who plays war machine in yeah marvel's avengers right uh and he plays captain planet in these two minute youtube shorts where it's supposed to it's making fun of the dark and gritty tone of a lot of uh superhero movies today and so it's like being ridiculous but he is like kills people that are um like hurting the earth by turning them into trees um and it's like overly greedy and ridiculous <laughs> it's like the lorax but what I, superpowers <laughs> yeah <laughs> when i hear that this is gonna be gritty i just imagine don Cheadle as cat planet turning people into trees for no reason and maybe that's what it would be, because it's supposed to be dark and irreverent. And fun, because turning into trees is super fun. <laughs> I like trees. Trees. There are a lot of trees here in Arkansas. <laughs> Don Cheadle's been through. <laughs> we had a lot of fools that crossed the path of Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm really a big fan of all the trees here. You can quote me on that. I can never live in a place that didn't have trees, so... We are the natural state. And we are the evergreen state. Gotcha. Oh. Anyway. Um, the ever-reigning state. This is also true. That's why we have so many trees. <laughs> Reigning champion. Yeah. I got you, Shelly. Thanks. <laughs> um, Denver was very second. dry and brown. And Seattle's black. second only to Britain. <laughs> this is... Yeah. <laughs> hey it was raining like, okay. it was raining last night and it was so nice to fall asleep to the rain we were supposed to get like four inches of rain over the last few days and we got zero yeah i was excited i was too well oh well that's too bad <laughs> um uh and then our last yeah last story. i was gonna move on well, the, a little we'll get bit serious. yeah a little bit on a different note so if you didn't already hear so the movie predator uh, was going to have a scene with a certain actor who was a registered sex offender. And so Fox, and never, they cut that entire scene from the movie, from the final cut. So you will not see... Who is the actor, do like, you know? The actor or the character was a registered sex the offender? The actor was a registered sex offender. Oh, that's substantially different. Yeah. What was the actor's name? Uh, it's in the article. I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't really feel like I need to know the Names yeah. of a registered sex offender. Uh, well, I had read that he'd been like... in other stuff. Steven. Yeah, I think it, it was like a Steve or Steven. Steven Strigel. That's, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, but yeah, go, go the ahead. The Strigel is real. <laughs> but the thing that's kind of weird about this <laughs> is that clearly the director knew about this when he got yeah. him on. And none of the other actors knew. And Olivia Munn is one of the actresses who 
was very open about once she found out, you know, and they all, everyone figured out um, or learned. I don't know how they learned. But when they all learned about it, um, she was very vocal in saying, this is not cool, guys. Like, why are we doing this? Um, And so it was very relieved when they decided to make the cut. The other thing, too, is that the scene that he was going to be in, he wasn't a prominent character. I mean, they can if they could just cut a scene out, obviously it wasn't a prominent thing. But right. the scene as was described as him being really flirty and even sexual towards Olivia Munn's character. Which is the really... It's like, director dude, why... Yeah. You knew what this guy was. And you just... And you had him play into that? Yeah, I just... That's not cool. Not, it's cool that they cut it. It's not cool that it happened right. in the first place. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's just... What are you thinking? Yeah. Sounds really interesting. Not, not to make a joke, but, like... I, I legitimately think it's interesting that it's a movie called Predator. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. I legitimately just coincidental. I didn't, I didn't mean to say it jokingly. No, 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 no. It's, it it's just I, ironic. ironic. Yeah. Don't you think? It's like rain. Uh, <laughs> so you won't see that scene yeah. and if you watch Predator, but I think it's all for the best. I think it is interesting yeah, just think thinking about this year specifically. I feel like all of the moves that hollywood's been making to really call out you know because we've heard like all these sexual allegations you know that's 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 been going on for a while and people acting on that and obviously you know with gun and and you know all these tweets that came out and were so it's like hollywood's taking all these things for people in the past and saying well we're not going to work with you anymore i think the difference here is that this guy was a registered sex offender. It wasn't sexual allegations. It was like, this guy actually he did was convicted. something. He was guilty of it. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It's just an interesting thing where, you know, Hollywood used to be like, oh, we could just hire anyone. We could do anyone. Like, it's fine. Everything could go exactly the way we want it to. But now it's like, okay, you messed up in the past. And even if you may deserve forgiveness for whatever you did, because, you know, it's a slew of things now, um, we're just not going to work with you. And it's just an interesting I mean, thing to me. The the director came out and said, I was just trying to give a friend some help with a job. Yeah. Like, dude, you can't just... Like, there's extra precautions you have to take in that situation. Yeah. That's... Uh, it's all sorts of things, but... That's that. That's all of our movie news. Well, going on to TV, I've watched a ton of TV... Uh, have you guys watched anything? Yeah, I have actually. Is it a cooking show? I was just gonna make the well, joke. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching the Great British Baking Show. Yeah, dude, I love people love that show. I never actually watch it, but I know a lot of people who love that show. Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> but I've also been watching. I have been watching other stuff. I watched Jack Ryan. Okay. okay. Yeah. On Amazon Prime. Yeah. On Amazon Prime. Is it good? I think it's fantastic. It's got some language in it. It's got some adult content that I was not expecting. And it's real weird to hear Jim from The Office drop the F-bomb. Okay. But I think as far as like... (laughs) (laughs) I think as far as like a quality Tom Clancy type 
you know, war novels sort of thing. I think it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I hope that they do more stuff like that. I can't remember the actor's name, but could you take him seriously in the role? John Krasinski? He does yeah. it really well, yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, he's done other roles where he... I can't remember the name of the movie. I didn't see it, but there was a movie where he and the guy that played Roy were soldiers. Okay. And I've, so. I've heard Quiet Place has been really, really good. I still, Quiet Place I was still phenomenal. want to watch it, and I haven't. I haven't seen it yet either. Uh, what a power couple. Him and Emily Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, cool. if it, and if you watch it, watch it without a lot of external noise. Because when it says quiet, like, there were people whispering in our movie theater, and it really detracts a lot from what's going on on, on screen. Mm. Okay. Good to know. Hmm. I'll have to yeah. check out... What's it called again? Uh, the Amazon Prime one? Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. And Jack Ryan is a character who's on, like, he's in a crap ton of Tom Clancy's stuff. He's a, he's a recurring character. Oh, okay. But this is like a modern day take on some stuff. Hmm. And it's it's only eight episodes. Each episode's about an hour. Tom Clancy is so interesting to me that he's like in books, movies, video games. Everywhere. Yeah, I mean, like, so Tom Clancy is no longer, uh, he, he passed away a few years ago. Yeah. But... He is quite well known, and 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 you know, I mean, they're still releasing Rainbow Six games. They're still mm-hmm. he established a lot of properties that are very well known. Yep. So, yeah, it's uh, I, I really enjoyed it, and I, I definitely hope they do more stuff like that. I will try to add it to my ever growing list. <laughs> yeah. But I, I talked very highly of Man in the High Castle, uh, which is also an Amazon Prime show. So I know that Amazon Prime does quality work. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, that's the first Amazon Prime series that I've watched. Mm-hmm. But I saw it advertised months ago, and I was excited for it. And yeah, like, they knocked it out of the park. I think they did a great job with it. Watching the advertisements, I had thought that it was a movie. I had just I'd seen them run through, like, Facebook and stuff. Uh, yeah, I wasn't like sure quality. either if it was a movie or a show. Yeah, I figured it was just an action movie. Yeah. Have you seen anything, Shelley? Uh, no. No. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Uh, I have been watching. So I, I got through Voltron, and okay. I know that I say it every time I watch a season, but it's the best season they've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's a good thing though right like, is that it gets progressively yeah. better yeah it like it's crazy it kind of scares me because i'm like at some point it's gonna have to it's gonna crash at some yeah. point <laughs> i want to watch it and go meh <laughs> but the last like specifically the last three seasons uh, have been just amazing the the directions that they take the show aren't directions that i thought i would go uh and it doesn't feel it usually doesn't feel like a kid's show anymore. Uh, it reminds me a lot of Avatar Last Airbender and the fact that it, it very much matures with uh, with you as the seasons grow. Okay. Uh, I guess it's not growing with me mature-wise. But when I was a kid, I love that about Avatar is I like literally grew up with that show maturing with me, which is really, really cool. Uh, they do have some really obnoxious 
they, they let you know it's a kid's show from time to time. They literally have a piece where, like, the power of friendship saves the day. <laughs> I'm like, it would have been cool if they would have done that and then joked about it and been, like, self-aware. But they were, like, being real serious about friendship being powerful. And I was like, okay, guys. My little pony it up. Um, <laughs> yeah. But this, this last... The second half of this last season felt more like Aldnoa Zero or other space combat anime. Um, Gurren Lagann, in a way. Uh, more than it did a kid's cartoon. Hmm. Uh, so far, it's it's been in the past. I've thought of it as like a really good kid's cartoon. Uh, the Just the combat and the way that things are uh, in place in this last season were so super well done. Uh, and I'm really, really excited to see where it goes because um, it does remind me a lot about an, a lot of anime now. Um, and they, if they continue with that, which I think they will, um, it's going to be, it's going to be an amazing, amazing show. And to watch it grow has been so cool. All these characters were like just completely shallow, like stereotypes of characters. They've, they've right. grown into these, these great characters so That's far. That's awesome. Um, I love yeah i'm excited i i never saw it as like a mech anime either in the past and it felt kind of like mech anime a little bit in this too it's awesome it's sweet uh okay and then the other thing i started watching luke cage uh which is already i'm two episodes in Mm -hmm. um already way more into it than jessica jones uh but i've been told that luke cage so far has been the best season two of any show that season two out. of um Luke K- iron, iron, fist iron fist just dropped i know so i'm I like, that's that's the next thing i'm gonna be watching so luke cage I, I finally got to start watching luke cage and it was because iron fist came out and i was like i gotta get going because <laughs> i really want to see iron fist uh i think they're really gonna redeem uh what was broken in the last season okay i'm really hoping they do they've the fight scene specifically, they've really pushed on. They're going to be better this season. Cool. Martial arts show should not have weak martial arts scenes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I'm stoked. But yeah, Luke Cage so far is really, really good. Really intense. Um, yeah, that's all the TV I've been watching. Cool. But I, I plowed through uh, Voltron. <laughs> there were like 13 episodes. Uh, so go into the news then, right? Because you guys haven't, you didn't watch anything else, Joe. Nope, that was it. Okay, I thought so. I want to make sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Netflix, Netflix is such a big part of television anymore. Uh, there's a <laughs> Diablo TV series possibly in the works. It's a really loose rumor, but I thought it would at least excite Joe because Joe is a fan of Diablo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or am I thinking of Dante's Inferno? No, no. Diablo for me. It is Diablo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, the Blizzard yeah. Diablo. Right. There have been rumors of Blizzard like kind of trying to bring that series back to life uh, in the video game world, and so it would make a lot of sense for them to make a TV show that goes with it. Uh, if it does, along with these rumors, and this is why I think that it has a little more ground, um, is that uh, the screenwriter for this new Hellboy that's coming out in 2019, that is... That screenwriter is supposed to be on board for this Diablo series on Netflix, and that just all sounds right to me. Um, 
especially since we just got confirmation last week. It's old news now, but uh, what's his name? Superman, Man of Steel is going to be Henry Cavill. Yeah, in the the Witcher, which yeah, it was great because I kind of started off as like, a, yeah, I'd do that, and now he's he's actually going to be <laughs> yeah. Um, we called yeah. it. What's the guy's name? You heard it here f- in the first. Witcher. G- Geralt. Right. Yeah. Gerald. Geralt. Geralt. H- hard G. <laughs> I didn't play The Witcher. I was gonna say if you played The Witcher for a few minutes, you'd know it was the Gaga, not the Jaja. <laughs> I think it should just be Gerald. Gerald. And call him Jerry. Can call him have... Gary. <laughs> yeah, let's see you watch. Call that dude Can Jerry. Can we have your pail? <laughs> hey Gary. <Gerald>. Um. <laughs> Sorry to all the Jerry's and Gary's out there. I'm sure you're very tough. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, like, that was just kind of a small rumor, and then it, it kind of blew up into a big thing, and so um, I'm really hoping that this is kind of the same case. Netflix seems to really be in on these uh, video game TV series, so hopefully they happen, and hopefully they're good. Yeah. I got a lot of faith in Netflix anymore. Uh, speaking of Netflix, She-Ra. Yep. Got kind of like a teaser trailer Very thing. much teaser, yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm already on board. I, I don't know why. Like, I'm just, I'm excited. It looks really good. The animation style looks cool. Um, you, Shelly, you said that you've heard complaints about the way that she looks. The, I remember when the first screenshots were released. So that was before mm-hmm. this. And everyone was like, oh, she kind of looks like a little boy. And everyone was complaining about that. When I'm like, well, she doesn't have to be. Her body features don't have to be ridiculous for her to be a female. But right. she will destroy you. Yeah, so in this teaser, <laughs> you see her as her as dressed up in her regular modern outfit, and then she grabs mm-hmm. a sword and becomes She-Ra, and I don't know, I that's cool. So For the honor th- of Grayskull. I was gonna say, what do you think of that phrase? Cause it's with He-Man, it's the power of Grayskull. I bet that it's probably from the old show. What do you mean? I would assume that she said for the honor of Grayskull. In so, the, like, he's the power, uh, she's the honor? Yeah. yeah makes sense. He-Man has no honor. Have you seen the way he dresses? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the, uh, I've seen this thing that was, like, the unrealistic proportions uh, of women. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, if you look in the 80s at the proportions of men in those shows. Mm-hmm. Like they're ridiculous on both sides of the. Oh, oh so we absolutely. had Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. and Dolph Lundgren, and it's bad. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I, I mean, going off of that, I think that uh, her not being so proportionately ridiculous uh, is definitely like a good thing for the yeah. market. Totally. Um, hopefully, it does well. I think it's gonna be very story driven and do well. Yeah, I hope it does well. I'm interested in checking it out. I can't imagine He-Man in this art style yet, though. I'm not there yet. Yeah, that's why they're doing Shiva. Hey, what's going on? And I said... <laughs> 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 I don't know what's happened. <laughs> yeah, you do. I said, hey, what's going on? Right, I'm going to oh, keep going. Sorry, you, you got me going. I can't stop now. It's it's it, it's true. I did <laughs> non Netflix news. <laughs> uh, that's really really exciting to me. I, I know a lot of people are finding this 
controversial. But I like that this trailer uh, kind of adds to that. So everyone knows Jodie Whittaker is the new Doctor in Doctor yeah. Who. Um, so she, in this new ad trailer, breaks the glass ceiling, um, not figuratively, but literally, to figuratively send a message, I suppose. I don't really know. It's very blunt. I don't really know the significance is... of what that is because I never watched Doctor Who. You know the um, significance of a glass ceiling, though. David, you know the phrase breaking the breaking glass ceiling. When I think of a glass thing, ceiling, I think of a glass elevator, and I think of Willy Wonka. <laughs> I think it's a phrase so I've a, heard before. I don't really. I can't. What does it mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's basically a way for uh, for people to describe how. Uh, there's a concept that, that there's a glass ceiling and that that women are at a disadvantage in the workforce because of that glass ceiling. Yeah, it can also be with so race, when, I believe. Yes, yes. Um, and so, like, breaking through the glass ceiling is conquering Okay. Conquering those those impositions. Okay. I've never heard it described that way, yeah. in that phrase. Uh, and so that's... That's what she's doing Got it. in this ad, ad by breaking the glass ceiling, um, which I think is awesome. The, the reason it's significant, obviously, is she's uh, she's been a male the entire series. The Doctor has always been a guy. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's the first time that um, she's female. People are being real weird about it because everyone's like, there's a lot of people that are like angry, but no one was angry at the Master, who is the same yeah. race as him. It yeah. was a, turned into a woman, and yeah. I had no issue. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm really. I'm interested to see. Yeah. I mean, like, based on the footage I've seen, it looks like she'll be a fun doctor. Mm-hmm. And it, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm super stoked. It, we can see her for the first time, uh, October seventh. Uh, so it's coming up really soon. I say really soon, but that's in the mindset that. Uh, We've waited like two years for a Doctor Who season, so mm-hmm. it's been a long time. Has it been that long? I believe so. Well, see, that's that's why I was when you said that she wasn't the Doctor yet. I was like, "What the heck, dude? That's been forever!" Like, mm-hmm. she was yeah, announced. The season. He, she was announced as the actress so long ago. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing with that too is. There hasn't been a season in two years, but Capaldi, I believe, had a, he had a Christmas special. They usually do a Christmas special every year, that yeah. uh, regardless. So, yep, that sounds I don't know. right. I am stoked. Uh, and then our discussion question for the week. Remember that you can always ask us questions at podcast at geeksundergrace.com. Uh, that's an email address. I probably should have stated that. <laughs> I need to practice this, but we're, we're getting there. Uh Silas asked through Discord, though, what do movies based on video games need to do to improve, and what video game franchises do you feel would work best on the big screen? And I, I, I think we've answered this before, but I like answering it because me and Joe have very different... Um, I don't think it's ever been a question. I think we just asked it because of a news story. But uh, Joe and I disagree on... I think that it should add to the story of a video game. Joe believes... Uh, that it should be the story of the video game so that other people can experience it. Well, I, uh, it depends. Like, the Tomb Raider movie, I still haven't seen the Tomb Raider movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen I, it either. I love the games, but from what I understand, the first Tomb Raider movie... The, the Tomb Raider movie is the first 
Tomb Raider game. Okay. Like beat for beat, that's what it is. I I think you can do a good video game movie based on a franchise, but I would say maybe make it a a side story or not can, canonical to the to the main thing, you know? I mean like I don't know. The, clearly I what they King's did with, was amazing. Kingsglaive I think is a shining example. I think Kingsglaive is good too, but Kingsglaive did not involve any of the characters that were in the game uh, directly. That's true. Eh, one of them. See, it it was additive to the story. Yeah. It helped build the world out. I think it was great. Um, I will I will play devil's advocate though. Uh, my mom, I was explaining God of War to her, um, and I got her to play Horizon Zero Dawn, which was a lot of fun. I had to bring that up. That was really good. Hey. <laughs> she's not good at video games um but she was really excited about it because she got to be a female warrior and that was something she's never done before mm. um but those are those stories uh, more so with god of work just because i was explaining it and i was like i really wish i could just show you a movie like i wish you could experience this story um so i i did understand what you were saying joe at that point yeah what do you think shelly i yeah i don't know i still I'm in the in between both of you guys where I think it's like I see both sides. Yeah, because I really, you know, like Kingslave, but at the same time, I understand that like to better incorporate people who have never played video games to just take it straight, you know, straight storyline. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like. Again, if you're going to take it straight from the story, it definitely has to be a game that has an actual story. Because I feel like a lot of the issues that have happened with video games and movies is because they're trying to make a movie out of a game that is specifically good because of its gameplay, because it's fun to play, but there's nothing to watch, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I I think. That's not a really good answer, but. I mean, a good. You could make a good Call of Duty movie, and it would be just a general war movie. Right. Right, just make a really good war movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Specifically Tomb Raider, Joe, I think the best way they could have done it is have the movie take place between two video games, but have the story be standalone. So that if you play the games, there's a nod to it in the video game somewhere, and you're like, oh yeah, I remember from that from the movie. But it's enjoyable while still adding to your experience as the gamer, while still being enjoyable for those playing. I would agree or with that. not playing. Yeah. Right, like... You don't want to turn off the the hardcore gamers that you've already got involved in the franchise. Yeah. But but at the same time, you want to be able to tell a good story with it. So yeah, I, I'm with you there. Mm-hmm. I think if you rehash a story that a gamer's already played, that gamer is the most likely to go watch that movie, uh, and they don't want to see the same story. Ratchet and Clank was the worst possible scenario, <laughs> and that was like they were literally taking cutscenes. It felt I mean, like, like at least. So, I like I said, I love those new Tomb Raider games. I'm super excited for Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I did not watch that movie at all because I've already played that story. Yeah. And they did a really good job telling that story. I don't need to go play that story again. Yeah. I, I think something adaptive that takes place canonically but is loosely based. I, I think the movies need to be contained and I think... Now with Avengers and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we're in a place where movies can be episodic in that way. Yeah, that's um, true. I think, yeah, they, they can kind of 
a movie can be an advertisement for the next game uh, and still be well done enough that it uh, holds its own as a movie. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I can imagine something similar to Kingsglaive in the sense of characters that are both in the movie and in a game and they're sort of connected in that way but still a different story but maybe mm-hmm. Kingsleaf was very much like a movie where you really had to kind of know Final Fantasy 15 was a thing when watching it because if you just watched it randomly didn't know Final Fantasy 15 at all I feel like I would have been lost confusing. I would have been confused I was already a little lost and confused like and I even knew about the game um, so if you yeah, do something that random. helps, you know, can help build the world, and it, it's just a cohesive story that makes sense to someone who has never, like, approached the series. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Kingsley definitely could have explained itself a little bit. Yeah. Like, it starts off with this big fight, and you're like, what's what's happening? Why yeah, it's is, just, who are these? What are these things? But I can totally imagine, even, like, a, I always think of, like, if you think of some sort of game, I'm not explaining this well, but I can see it in my head where there's characters and they're in this and maybe it's about them or something. Then they like, you mm-hmm. see it in the game and you're like, oh my gosh, you're from this. But if you see him in the game and you didn't watch the movie, try and make it in a way where it's not awkward. Like, oh, I have to know what this character is. I don't know. There's a way to do it. I just yeah. can't. I'm no, not a movie director. I, I, will, <laughs> I will also say, I've seen that done with TV shows. So, this might not be the best example, but Defiance, it was a sci-fi TV show. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. So, this, I enjoyed the... We, 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 razz on, we razz on sci-fi for what they do, but I enjoyed Defiance, the TV show. The game had the characters in some of the missions, uh-huh. and it mm-hmm. was set in the same world, but it didn't... Like, you weren't rehashing the same thing. And you didn't have to watch the show to play the game you didn't have to play the game to watch the show correct yeah they could stand yeah. Yeah. Their yeah totally yes i yeah. watched a video today this morning yesterday one of these days that it was actually about um it was like a review on digimon tamers which is super random but i just saw the video and i'm like i like that show let's see what this guy thinks of it and he mentioned um, there's this character, and I totally forgot this character in the show because it's like been forever since I watched that show. I watched it when I was a kid, but they made this sort of deal like you have to recognize this character. They're in the digital world, and this character you recognize him, but to the American audience, and this guy explained it, no one recognized him. That's because he was in a video game that only came out in Japan, um, and he was in something uh. that came out only in Japan. Um, so for them, it's like. Oh, it's this character, but to the American audience, it's like, oh, really? So, um, I feel like that one was almost done right in the sense of like those are two separate entities, but they kind of put too much emphasis on like, oh, you should be recognizing this person, you know? I don't know. So, uh, the other part of this question is going to be really hard to answer, I think. Um, what franchise, I want to go with franchise, instead of franchises, uh, do you feel would work best on the big screen? Mm. Do you have one, Joe? I mean, they've already failed at it once, but Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. They've actually failed at it a couple times. Yeah. Now, Spirits Within came out when I was in middle school, and it I thought it was the coolest thing to look at, but it did not do well. Um 
Maybe Mass Effect or Dragon Age. Okay. Yeah. Something Bioware. I'm still with God of War. Um, I'm so excited for the Vampire series. Vampire's yeah. going to be good. I think that God of War, I know when they do the God of War movie, it's going to be a rehash of the first game, which is fine. Uh, but an adaptive thing of, I play God of War, the new one, and then there's something that happens to this movie that's its own story before I play the next one, I would be so golden on. Uh, the only problem with that is I think it's kind of too far along to do that. Horizon Zero Dawn would be a lot of fun too, but I don't know how that ends, so I can't say if it would give room for a movie. I think that world is just awesome um, if you throw something into that. What do you think, Shelly? I don't know. I'm looking back... And you guys can't see At your library. I'm looking back in my library trying to get inspiration. And I can't because all those games are super not story-based. They're all very gameplay-based. <laughs> the most story-driven games I play are are just Dragon Age. So it would be really cool, I think, to see something in the Dragon Age world. Not necessarily linked... Because the thing with Dragon Age is that part of why it's so fun is that... And I guess we already mentioned it earlier. It's the illusion of choice. Um, but you do get a lot of choice. Like Some choices actually really do matter in, in those games. Yeah. So if they took something um, that was... That was, say, okay, if you have played through the trilogy at all, um, you know that there's this place called Tevinter, and it's mm-hmm. just another country that has really, really interesting um, politics and controversies and things like that. It'd be really interesting if they just made a movie on that and did, like, you know, had a character, and then maybe that character showed up in, like, one of the future games, just very offhand or something. Um they're actually kind of doing that already with a comic series, I believe. Um, okay, that's which cool. Which is which is cool. Like they're they're kind of taking that idea already, but they probably don't have enough, you know, bang and buck for a movie, which is totally fine. But I can see that. I, I was just thinking Uncharted, or not Uncharted, but uh, The Last of Us has a time jump between these two games. Yeah, it would be a perfect opportunity for them to make a movie that's in between those. Because people would definitely want to see what happened if they don't explain it in the second one. For yeah. sure. Um, you could even, if you sell the game, because everyone's going to want to play the game, and then release the movie, and then people that haven't played the game yet will watch that movie, and then you'd be marketing more people to go play those games. Oh, yeah. That would be, that's a good choice. Especially a, ga- a game like that Take where it. it's not in this fantastical world. It's basically just a right. zombie, different type of zombie movie game thing. So it's it'd be easy to pick up, I suppose. Because mm-hmm. with Dragon Age, it would be a little And harder. Logan already did really well, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. You already have a test movie out for that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, we'd love to know what you guys think. So, uh, what do you think? What do, what video game company franchise do you want to be seen turn into a movie? Uh, tweet at us the hashtag GGCast. And remember, if you want to ask us questions, you can use that hashtag. But you can also go to podcast. Go to email us at podcast at geeksatergrace.com. We're stoked about it. We're ready to read your emails. Yes. Yep. Uh, again, if you want them anonymous, let us know. If not, uh, you know, put your name down. Um, Email is the new Twitter. 
Yeah. <laughs> email is the old Twitter. No. <laughs> yeah. We're you, using everything. Yeah. But we gotta. We're, we'll try to like close down and not tell you all of them. Uh, we probably won't mention Discord much. We'll probably mention Discord more in Discord. Uh, so you're not overwhelmed with choices. Just email us because we're excited about it. Just use that for now. Yeah. Uh, you guys geeking out about anything else? Uh, That's it for the week for me. I bought a bunch of just geeky merchandise. <laughs> That's fun. Okay. I got a, I got a Hufflepuff shirt. I got this really cool. Are you a Hufflepuff too? I am so Hufflepuff. I didn't realize oh my that. Gosh, yeah. I didn't realize you were Hufflepuff. We're Hufflepuff I buddies. thought you were like good job, guys. Or something. Everyone's freaking Ravenclaw. No. Everyone I know I'm Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. You're Ravenclaw. My. Uh... My wife is a Slytherin. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep. She's a Slytherin and proud. She's a proud Slytherin. I was going to say, knowing your wife, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I got that. And that's really cool. I also ordered this, and you guys won't be able to see it, but I got a Stranger Things ugly Christmas sweater. Oh, oh, that's great. Cool. And it looks really cool. I got on Once Upon a Tea because freaking LJ mentioned getting something on Once Upon a Tea. And I'm like, I want something. And this was on clearance job, in my Sheesh. size. So it was like half off. It was amazing. So I got a, I got my nice. ugly Christmas sweater for Christmas because I don't have one. And I'm like, I might as well make it geeky and cute. So I really like yeah. that. And I also got a Legend of Zelda mug. That's really cute. It has the Wind Waker... Oh. Um, glass oh yeah the motif yeah stained glass looks on it all around don't forget it. you can get geeks under grace uh coffee mugs at geeksundergrace.com slash shop yeah boom that's what i did though i plan on picking up a, a hoodie from there yeah i need to buy something else from there I gotta do it I gotta do sure. it so uh and then i'm not getting out about anything but i will be going to consplosion yep that's the local one in uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas, uh, at the end of the Joe, month. Joe, are you going to that too? So if you you're listening, still, I think I'm going to join Cody. Oh, yeah. that's so fun! Gosh dang, I'm so jealous. <laughs> All the time. I've never been before. Hanging out without me. Shelly's going to go to Renaissance Festival next March. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll make that happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, that's it, everyone. Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter, Joe Knows Games, and every Sunday and Wednesday night for the Pray and Play po- uh, live streams <laughs> at twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. Pray and Play podcast sound really good. I don't know what it would be, but... <laughs> I mean, po- yeah. I, I'm willing to pray for you guys, too. Weird. I'm willing to pray for anybody, anytime. Yeah, definitely. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24, and you can find me on Grace. Um, twitch.tv slash geeks and grace Friday nights yeah streaming cool. you can find me on twitter at Cody Armour keep gaming keep praying and god bless see Bye-bye. y'all